You're listening to the Date Smarter, Sexier podcast with dating and relationship coach, Andrea LaRosa, and my co-host and producer, Kanan John Dewey. Baby, here I am, I'm a man on the scene. I can give you what you want, but you got to go home with me. I forgot some good old love, and then I got some in store. When I get through throwing it on you, you got to come back for more. Boys and things will come by the dozen. That ain't nothing but drugs, don't love it. Pretty little thing, let me light your count. Cause mama, I'm sure hard to hell and I yes around. Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> like sneaking in. Hi. No, this episode is not I'm... sex talk. This episode is... <laughs> about mamas you know, <laughs> but... midway into all of that i was like wait should we stop this because we were giving people the wrong idea for this episode so i'm glad i'm glad you like <laughs> caught us right yeah yeah whatever i mean to be fair i think we often give the wrong idea <laughs> but i think our listeners are kind of expecting it now so i just yeah, want to deliver we should always deliver you know, there's something to be said about consistency. When you're consistent at anything, it improves. Even being Even inconsistent? Being, if you're <laughs> consistent at being inconsistent, people can always expect your inconsistency. Wow. <laughs> right. This is like the wrong show. So anyway, back to Dating Smarter. <laughs> Welcome back to Dating Smarter Sexier. <laughs> Where today we are going to talk about relationship advice for moms because it's Mother's Day. Yeah, it's gonna well, be. it's going to be right. yeah. in like two days. Um, but but what? Yeah. With that said, <laughs> I I don't know. You know, it's this show is interesting because I feel like most relationship advice, when you really think about it, comes from your mom, my mom, or someone's mom because. I don't know. I feel like dads give mm-hmm. a lot of like advice. At least like it feels historically dads have always given advice about, you know, other stuff like, you know, how to be a leader, you know, how to do technical shit. But when it comes to like nurturing, right. when it comes to like relationships and stuff that is, I guess some people might consider more feminine. It seems like we get the best advice to maintain relationships from all the mothers around the world. Yeah, pretty Mom. much. Yeah, just mom. Universal mm-hmm. mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just mom. mom. So our thought today, originally, when we we're planning this episode, which most of you know, we don't really plan. <laughs> but when we were talking about doing this episode, I think it stemmed from this fact of I've heard this come up in relationships. So For those of you who don't know, like when I first started coaching, I was doing all kinds of coaching. I was doing relationship coaching and I still do because I don't mind. I love doing it. But sometimes I will do relationship coaching for people who are in couples and I coach both Mm -hmm. separately in like best practices. And something that has come up in the past has been like understanding that – what Mother's Day and Father's Day, and we're going to do an episode later on about Father's Day, but what Mother's Day is really all about. I, I remember once when I was in my early 20s living in Los Angeles trying to get into acting like everyone else in L.A., no offense, 
(laughs) I was nannying for this family on Father's Day. And they were skinny dipping in the pool while I watched the kids. And I was just like, first of all, I'm not comfortable with seeing your naked asses walk around. (laughs) This is weird. And secondly, it's Father's Day and you have spent zero time with your children. Like I put them to bed, left, called her, and I was like, I can't come back. Sun's out, dicks out. Weird. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I never heard of such a thing. But made me wonder, like, is it Father's Day to like honor you being a father or a husband? Like, I feel like she was honoring him as a husband, but like, is it also like for the kids to like appreciate their parent? Maybe I'm misunderstanding what like Mother's Day and Father's Day is supposed kinda, to know, be. Now that you've mentioned that, it kind of feels like that in a way. Because, you know, when you think about Mother's Day, you think, you see all these families that get together, you know, 12 people go to a Mexican restaurant or Italian restaurant, whatever, <laughs> um, you know, to celebrate mom. They all give her gifts, they give her flowers, yada, yada, yada. Father's Day, I don't know if it's the same. Like maybe, maybe you may hear about someone doing a cookout, but I almost feel like that's just mm-hmm. a coincidence because it's summer. But for the most part, it does feel like it's more of the the mate. Well, let's just be honest. I guess the woman honoring the man as just being the provider of the household, which essentially isolates the kids. It's just saying, "Oh, thank you for being such a good." Provider of income, of dick, of mm-hmm. um, manliness. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what they're congratulating the man on. But yeah, it kind of sort of feels like that because even in growing up for us, we uh-huh. in a, here in America, we've always celebrated mom. But dad was kind of like you know an afterthought. It's a joke. It's a running joke about mm-hmm. Father's Day that it's an afterthought. So maybe you're onto <laughs> something because yeah, right. Which brings us to the fact of how does mom want her day of celebration? Does she want it to be a relaxing spa day or does she want it to be the whole family spends time together? I feel like she should have the choice, but it doesn't seem like we give her the choice. 100%. We like. Right. We give him the choice. Uh... But that's not, I'm not trying to. Dad no, of bash course here. Not. But you <laughs> we'll know, do that on Father's in Day. In the moment of this conversation, we had an aha moment. I never even realized it until you brought it up. Mm-hmm. So, that being said, since moms have, <laughs> which is why you, we're here today, moms have a lot of pressure. I mean, we talk, we get a little bit deeper in our conversation sometimes, where it goes beyond relationships and dating, and more about the mindset and philosophy, yada yada yada. And we've talked many times about how the world may or may not see women historically now all over the world, yada, yada, yada. That being said, I think this, that's just uh, the cause of the effect of us seeing women in a nurturing position only because we see men in that alpha position. We can only think of them doing, I guess, sort of alpha things like, Oh, dad wants to go off and drink beers and hang out with the boys. Because I guess the mother is seen as more nurturing. Oh, we got to take care of her. We got to make sure her feelings are good. We got to take her out to dinner and celebrate her. Make sure everybody in the world knows that she's the best mom ever because, you know, she has feelings. Dad doesn't need that. He doesn't need feelings. 
I mean, if you think about it, that's kind of what it feels like sometimes, but I could be fucking wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm wrong all the time. Who knows? Well, the, the big question is, do you do what she wants? Do you honor what she wants to do? Or do you do what you want to do to celebrate her? And I think that's what brings us to today's topic at all is the fact that I hear this a lot with people where it's like, oh, it's Mother's Day. Yeah, you know, I'll I'll get X, Y, and Z. The kids will make this or whatever. But it's not it's not what I wanted to do. It's not how I feel honored. So making sure however you're celebrating Mother's Day for your mother or for your spouse who's a mother, why don't we, I don't know, try something new and ask them what they want? There's something to be said about asking people what they want. I feel like communication it all goes back to communication. If you're fulfilling mm-hmm. the satis- if you're sa- if you're satisfying the desire, then there's no room for error. Oh my God, that should be on a T-shirt. If you're satisfying <laughs> the desire, there's no room for no room error. for I mean, error. It kind of rhymes, but it's kind of true. Yeah, it does. It kind of rhymes. I mean, it makes sense because when my husband does now, not to make it about a man or me or just men in general, but just the simple feelings of it all. When my husband does something for me that I know he put thought into because he knew it's something that I wanted, or it's so much better because it's like, wow, he actually he listens to me, (laughs) and I think that's. I mean, for many of my female friends, moms and non-moms they say the same thing when it comes to their mates sometimes it's, i just want to know that they fucking listen to me and they're taking in what i'm saying and maybe they, they can do something about it or i don't know it's just it's nice to know that they're listening to me and i think a lot of times let's be real do we listen to our moms we're just like uh-huh okay here's a spa thing um here's a, a soap set and some chocolates i love you see you later bye <laughs> right Right, which brings us to today's episode of um, ways to honor the mom, whether it's your significant other, who's the mom, your actual mom, your grandmother, mom, a mom figure, or here's one that I just remembered we forgot. Well, we didn't forget because we haven't done it yet, but I almost forgot to mention was your ex-wife is still the mother of your children. You don't get to just back off and be like, oh, okay, well, not my problem anymore. Especially if you have young kids who can't do things on their own to honor mom. So that means you still have to step in as the ex to honor mom. So I mean, I don't know if I agree with that 100% because they're ex for a reason. I mean, as long as... Right, but you have children together. It's not for her. It's for your kids. What are some suggestions you think an ex should do with his kids for the ex-mom? Okay, great question. So, and I think this partially comes from the fact that, like, my parents were divorced when I was really young. And they stayed friends, which I know most divorces do not. They're they're not amicable Mm -hmm. like this. However, so, like... Yes, while my dad would help us go find a gift, pick it out, buy it, and then spend the day with her because they were friends. You don't have to do that. You don't have to spend any time with your ex. I'm not saying do that by any means. But 
There's nothing wrong with talking to your kids, especially if they're little, and having them do some art projects, maybe the week leading up when you have them. Um, maybe go out and buy some gifts for your ex from the kids and creating things, buying things. It's fine. Like whatever you choose to do, all from your children. But as a responsible parent, you are still co-parenting. Hopefully, you are still co-parenting mm -hmm. with this other person. And you can show some sign of respect of, look, we're not together. We're not in a relationship anymore. We're divorced for a reason. But I still respect and honor you as the mother of our I mean, children. That's a nice, that's a nice oh. example to set. I mean, granted you a hope, and I'm not putting any bias on anyone or shame. You will hope that your kid doesn't end up getting a divorce one day so they can use these principles that he's um but right. that being said yeah at least uh, show some respect for the ex-parent where it's like okay if you are in this situation kids this is how you're cordial you don't argue you don't get angry if you don't work out as parents mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that you can't work out as friends because we are still co-parents so i guess that goes back to communication because at first my resistance to you saying that is, you know, I know of many couples, especially straight, I don't know too many gay yet. I mean, more time would change that. Where the father just does not want to talk to the mother for X, Y reason and vice versa. So a lot of the communication has to either go through the court or through some middle person, mm -hmm. basically. So that... Be yeah. And that's fine. Which is, yeah, which can be a tricky situation if you're trying to show your kids how to have respect for the other partner. That being said, if this was a perfect situation and you are both co-parenting and you are showing respect for each other, yeah, I think it is a wonderful idea to always honor the other parent and helping your kids mm -hmm. facilitate something to show that appreciation. Because, you know, it, it's a weird situation for the kids to be in. You know, the parents are no longer together. So that's right. tricky in of itself. It's very hard on kids. And look, I understand if you don't have a relationship with your ex and you don't want any communication with your ex, yeah. that is fine. You don't have to communicate with your yeah. ex to do this. You simply need to be a good role model for your kids and show your kids, look, it's Mother's Day. We need to come up with some type of plan for you, whether it's we go out and we buy something and we wrap it up and you give it to her, or maybe you make something, whatever you decide to do, mm -hmm. get creative, and it comes from the child. That kid is, or kids, if you have more than one kid, they're listening to how you talk about your ex, And essentially too. women. You are show yeah you are showing them that not all couples make it and you know what you and your ex might absolutely fucking hate each other but your kid don't need to know that <laughs> that is not pertinent information for the Girl, children to know that was my whole childhood like all my memories of my parents well like 85 percent of the memories of my parents together growing up was my mother like ripping my dad apart not like physically only like twice physically but mostly like just them fighting <laughs> all the time so brr, my first 10 15 years of relationships was just you know that you know arguing all the time so i will say because 
we are talking about moms because it's so much weight put on the mother training the kid to be to have more empathy for people. Mm-hmm. It would be very beneficial. You know, I'm not a parent. You're not a parent. We have parents. Um, you are a parent. You are a child right. of a divorced relationship. I am the child of parents who never got divorced but fought all the fucking time. So we're both speaking. But probably should have. We're both speaking as kids of. So we're just saying, you know, mm-hmm. um, it would be nice to see that nurturing spirit coming from the parent that may not necessarily be the most nurturing. We see where one parent is more stoic and the other is more nurturing. I mean, I guess that balance is great. But then I feel like what we're mm-hmm. doing is we're conditioning kids, once again, to grow into adults who think that femininity is nurturing masculinity is stoic and therefore if you're a man you can't show any feelings and you have to kind of have a wall around yourself when it comes to relationships and communication so essentially when men do that whether by choice or not we are teaching the sons to be very difficult with Mm -hmm. the female gender and that's just an observation from like standing by the wall you know not knowing anything yeah, just to kind of clarify that, I think the difference is we're teaching boys to always be in yeah. their masculine and girls to always be yeah. in their feminine. Because yes, you're right. The feminine energy yeah. is the nurturing and the masculine energy is the stoic energy. However, as it, gender has nothing to do with this. You can be in your masculine or your feminine energy. It's a choice we make. You know, We see a lot of women who are, especially back to this divorce thing, single moms who are trying to maintain a career, especially a high-powered career, and children, she's in her masculine energy a lot more than she probably should be, to be honest. But then she comes home and she has no choice but to switch into her feminine. Same thing with divorced dads, but you know what, dads, this isn't about you. We'll talk about you in June. (laughs) This is solely about moms. So with that said, I think we should talk about some ways to honor these moms. Yes, that, but I, no, 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 has a thought. you saying all of this <laughs> actually reminds me of a really good movie that kind of has this dynamic and divorced parents. And that is Mrs. Doubtfire, where in order for the uh-huh. father to really connect with his <laughs> kids by the end of the movie, he had to take on more nurturing, more feminine qualities. Whereas in the movie, the right. mother took on more masculine qualities and became more of a leader, had the money, had the hot husband, boyfriend, whatever thing he was. I mean, it was Pierce Brosnan. He's gorgeous. Anyway, well, <laughs> was, is, he's Anyway, so I think that's a great movie about that example where we had to see the male character kind of like switch it up a little, whereas before he just didn't care and we see where that fucking got him. So, wow. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so, yeah. Right. (laughs) I think it's okay for men to be in their feminine energy when it comes to their kids. They don't need to always be in their masculine energy. My dad. That's my only point. My dad was kind of in his more feminine energy growing up. I'm not going to lie because my mother had it was very masculine. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times he was always, well, he was a cop. So he was, well, this is when before cops are the way they are now. Um, 
He was trained mm-hmm. to, you know, always de-escalate the situation, be calm in every oh. single situation. So at home, my mother would be like going crazy yelling. She's not crazy, but she <laughs> would do these situations where, you know, she was just very upset, very loud, very vocally violent. And he will always be the sounding person like, it's okay. He'll even laugh sometimes, which sometimes will make it worse. But for the most part, he was always a nurturing parent. But- I'm not going to lie, even though my dad was nurturing, even though my dad told me he loved me every so often, even though there were moments I had grabbed onto my dad's bicep holding it because, you know, I was scared, I still think of him as the most masculine person I have ever known in my life. So I think you can be both nurturing and masculine and still not lose whatever it is these men are afraid that they're going to lose by giving up some Mm -hmm. of that. I just wanted to point that out. Right. Well... He might have been more in his feminine energy with your mom when they were interacting, but he might have been more in his masculine energy when he was interacting with you. So we, we forget that that's a different that's dynamic. True. That is very true. Yeah. So what are some ways that we can honor mom, whether it's ex-mom, not ex-mom, but your ex, who's the mom of your kids, right. or who's mom. your mom, or... Your partner, who's the mom of your, yeah, 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 yeah. So what are some ways that. Yeah. hmm. So let's go with like, you actually really like this person and you like spending time with this person, right? First, first and foremost, I really think it's important to talk to your partner, find out what she wants to do for Mother's Day. How, how does she feel loved and honored on this day? Does she want a spa day? Does she want to go get her nails done and get a facial and have a spa day and like do brunch Does afterwards? Does she want to go throw and then axes have you or go mud running or some shit like that? <laughs> right. Like what, what is going to make her feel loved and honored as a mother? This isn't like an excuse to be like, yeah, so I'm going to go do me. Bye. I want a day off. Although, you know what? For some moms, I think that's I fair. That's if, especially if you're a stay-at-home yeah. mom. Like, I say, get a housekeeper, come clean the house for her, because I don't know about all you men out there cleaning. Or like, you know, what is important to her? What does she spend her day doing? If she's a stay-at-home mom and she spends her entire day cleaning and cooking, give her a fucking day off. Clean the house for her, cook for her, pamper her. That's my thought. What do you think? I mean, I think just saying, just asking them what they want is really all you can do. I mean, outside of that, I mean, we're giving ways, yes, but every woman is different at the end of the day. Every mom is different. Um, Just ask her. Yeah, we're just going to give suggestions. Just fucking ask her. And how about this? Don't ask so close to Mother's Day. Here you are listening to this show oh, today. right. And, Ma- and Mother's Day is in what, two days from now? Well, basically. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah, ask now. Well, you can. You could be like, Mom, so where do you like to go out to? Well, I feel like the, the, the thing we always fall back on is, Mom, where do you like to go to eat? You want to go to Olive Garden? You want to go to Red Lobster? Right. You want to go to Houston's, Hillstone? Boring. But if that's what she loves to do, then that's different. Because some moms, maybe they're foodies. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. Ooh, now that you say that, though, I do think if it's your partner, if you are doing this for your spouse or your partner, the mother of your children that you're still in a loving relationship with, 
I think it's very vital to make sure that you are communicating with her in advance. You know, start the conversation back in April and talk about like, hey, you know, Mother's Day is going to sneak up on us really quickly. We're both super busy. What what would you like us to do? What would be your ideal Mother's Day? Don't answer it now. Just think on it and think about like what what would you like us to do? Like we can, tr- you know, sky's the limit. We'll figure out a way to make it work. You know, if she says she wants to travel, you can easily create like a little theme around the travel that you can't do. So like there's ways to make things that are too big or too expensive, small and affordable, but still meaningful. So like in April, ask her what she wants, but don't let her answer in the moment because I guarantee you she's going to go, oh, I don't know, whatever. That's bullshit. My mom always said growing up, I don't want nothing. I'm like, you're lying. Yeah. So tell her to think about it. Tell her to sleep on it, you know, think over the week and let, and then ask again after she's had some time to think about it because I guarantee you, you ask for it in the moment. She's going to feel on the spot. She's not going to want to say, or you can even tell her like, you know, why don't you write out a little list during the week and I'll see what I can knock off that list. Now, obviously, if she says like, I want a trip, trip to Africa and do a safari and you're like, yeah, we make minimum wage. Fine, but you can create that safari somehow in your house. Take it to the zoo. Well, you could, but you could get so creative. You could, especially if you have kids, you probably have stuffed animals, and you can create like a little safari in your own home. It's adorable, and then have a little picnic in the living room. Done. Bam. There's your idea. Is that really what moms want, though? I almost feel. Some. I mean, I'm not a mom, so I don't. But that's okay. why you have to ask her what she wants. Yeah, and it's the true. thought. I don't know. I feel like if I was in in this fantasy world, if I was a mom, what I would want is a glass of wine, my kids to be like locked in a room, not like you know in a violent, forceful way, but you know locked away in a room somewhere. Uh, my husband's rock hard throbbing dick for like four hours, off and on, not consistently. And my favorite food, maybe mac and cheese and Netflix. That's all I want. Nothing else. If you were a mom, where's the kid? Locked in a room. Well, this is why you don't have kids. Exactly. (laughs) So okay, 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 okay. A babysitter somewhere else. That's what I did. There we go. That's that's what we're gonna do. A babysitter somewhere else. But no. Comfort foods, wine, maybe weed if you're that kind of mom, because who knows, you can't smoke around your fucking kids unless you vape or do edibles. But, you know, and your hubby. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's a great time for you two to connect as well. I feel like just because it's Mother's Day, I mean, unless you don't want him or her anywhere near you, it's a great time for you to bond. That's I mean, a whole because, other issue. Yeah. Okay. I think we've given a lot of advice for moms. I don't know. <laughs> So here's the thing, too. Coming from two people who aren't parents. So hopefully you got something out of this show. Well, I think here's the other side of the whole thing is that do you spend time with the kids or do you spend time away from the kids? And do you feel judged if you want time away? No opinion? I think you should spend time away from the kids. But you don't like kids. Unless. No, I mean, unless there's a situation where, okay, 
again, all moms are yes. different. There are those moms who love like, oh, my kids are going to throw a party for me for Mother's Day. They're all going to cook some. My family's going to come into town from 100 miles away. <laughs> We're all going to celebrate all the moms in the family. And me and my sisters are going to be together for the first time in four years. This sounds very into familiar to you. So, but i if you're a mom and you're into that then yeah that's gonna be a great day for you but i feel like being a mom is a job it is a full-time career Ooh, yeah and i feel like what a wonderful day to have it away from your full-time career I will say this, us having this conversation almost feels slightly superficial in a way because we're almost, it almost feels like we're saying this, we should only honor mom one day out of the year. No. When really we should be making her life easier all fucking year long. But I do want to say that essentially what we're trying to say is listen to the woman in your life and communicate and figure out what makes her happy. Yes, Mother's Day is a great day to make her feel like all special and pretty and pink, whatever the fuck it is she's into. But essentially what's happening is, is we're not listening to the women in our mm-hmm. lives, the mothers in our lives, the stepmoms in our lives. And we're just saying, here, take this, shut up and go sit in the corner. No. Yeah. I think the point is that you can use Mother's Day So, wait, two part. One, I want to clarify to say that if the mom in your life, whoever, decides, I want time away. I want a spa day by myself. I want, like, my own day. That's her right. So let's not judge her for that. Because who knows, right? And if she's the mom, like you just said, that's like, I want the big party. I want my kids all around me. Like, whatever. Let's just honor her for what she wants and not judge her because, you know, she she works really hard at being a mom, hopefully. But the flip side of this is that, you know, we're talking about honoring mom and back to the relationship, back to the partner, the husband or wife or whoever the partner is in this, in the situation, right? Honoring the mom then it is a beautiful way for you two to reconnect. This is a really great way that's forced by society (laughs) because society says we have Mother's Day. But it's a really nice opportunity for you to find a way to have that reconnection with your partner. So it's a good time for you to listen to what she wants and communicate what she needs and find a way to do your best to make that happen for her. Like I said, with that stupid example of a trip to Africa, like doing a safari, the point behind that is that even if- That was cute. <laughs> I could see it in the Hallmark movie. I could see Candace Cameron Burr doing that right? scene somewhere, you know. The crucifix on the wall. But we forget (laughs) that women appreciate effort. So, and here's the big thing. Like, the husband might be thinking, especially for the traditional heterosexual couples, the husband might be thinking, like, I can't afford that trip. So, like, instead, I'll just get her a card that has a picture of it on it. No. Women appreciate the effort (laughs) that you put into it. So, like, 
get help. Like, I'm not saying that you're supposed to be this creative on your own, but I'm sure you have people in your life that can help you figure out like, okay, my wife really wants an African safari. She jokingly put it on her list, knowing that we can't afford it. Like, can you help me come up with ways to make it so that we can do something at home? And more than likely, the women in your life, sisters, mother, coworkers, friends, whatever, are going to say like, yeah, here's some ideas and here's some ideas and here's some ideas that the kids can get involved with. You know what idea just popped into my head since we came up with some cute, chinky mm-hmm. ideas earlier with the thing in the living room? Remember those catalogs you would get in high school with prom stuff, like prom decorations and all the prom shit? Oriental Trading you Company? You get one of those... I guess, is that what it's called? I don't know. Anyway, there's catalogs out there where you can like order like a whole safari theme because they have like safari things for like prom. So they have like the whole thing, like, you know, a, a mooselin, some kind of stand-up thing that you take pictures with. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. And your kids can draw this <laughs> big, beautiful be- mural on a like poster board and like then Fuck your kids yeah. are involved too. Oh my God, I love this what idea. An Instagrammable or social media moment. And honestly, I feel like in today's world, I feel like a lot of modern moms, uh, This, I'm not trying to accuse you of mm-hmm. this. It just seems like it. Um, Like Gen Z and millennial moms kind of like, you know, those picture perfect moments that they can post on social media and kind of make right. people go like, oh, wow, I love your life. Wait, are, so that being are said- Gen Z years old enough to have kids? How old are Gen Zers? Some are. Oh, I, I guess mean, they're 20s, aren't they? I'm so old. Yeah. I don't even know. Please, girl, I was watching a video the other day, and it was like 1986 with his daughter, and she's like like in her teens. I'm like, oh, my God, that's like younger than me, and he has a teenage daughter? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. It, it blows yeah. me away when I like yeah. – talk to people my own age and they're like yeah i have adult kids and i'm like oh fuck me you do shit i forgot about that i'm that old now damn it's so weird when you don't have kids Mm -hmm. Uh, let's wrap this episode up because you know we just did a whole mother's day episode episode but it is weird when you don't have kids as a man or a female i would think where time just time is different i wouldn't say it's stay it's very different where if you look at your kids, you can kind of mm-hmm. tell, oh, he's 10 now or whatever. Oh, they're a teenager now. Man, almost 20 years has passed. Look right. at us. And honestly, the wear and tear on straight people's bodies physically from having kids, it becomes so evident after year two. It's like I, I've said in other episodes where like mom ages 10 years, dad ages two years. And it's like, you know, as time goes on, they kind of sort of catch up. So it becomes very obvious Time has passed with kids, but for us non-kid having people or childless people or whatever you want to call it, time just goes so different. Mm -hmm. So, so very different. And on that note. (laughs) Yes. And on that note, we're going to wrap up this episode. But I... I'm so in love with this African safari idea. I'm going to... I'm a little obsessed right now. What the... For the stuffed animals or the prom? The catalog, catalog thing, because I think you're thinking of Oriental Trading Company, which doesn't matter. You can just Google the shit online. Just go online or go to Party City or wherever and, like, buy a few things. You don't have to go crazy, but buy a few things. Decorate yeah. the house. Like. Well, 
I would say Party City, but I feel like at Party City, you have to do like a la carte for every fucking That's thing. That's true. And you kind of have to come up with your, like, what else right. would I need? Oh, what else would I need? But those prom kits, someone literally sat down and designed yeah. like, oh, let's add But this, they're pricey. This. They can be expensive. It's much cheaper than going to well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... I mean, no, you see some of these celebrity parties. I mean, those are expensive. Those are like $20,000 parties, if not more. But I would think some of these prom kits, you could probably get like a decent one. Or I'm sure there's a company somewhere online that does themed kits of some kind where you can buy it for your mating career. Like at nighttime, now this is with two gay men. I like setting up lights. Actually, there's a meme online where it's like, you want to know if you have a gay neighbor? Just wait for it to be nighttime and then go outside. Like in a, an apartment building, like <laughs> the gay neighbor will have like colorful lights. Right. And literally that's our place. Like I have like the the galaxy on the ceiling at night. I have neon lights in our apartment. I have like all these different light installations. Please, it's over the top. <laughs> but I think the ambiance is important, yeah. you know, how, you know, and even creating like a fun mm-hmm. little thing for your, the mom in your life. Yes. It's something memorable. I always think memorable experiences are the best. Right. And that is going to be one that 10, 20 years down the road when someone says, what was your, you know, favorite Mother's Day? Oh, my God. Let me tell you about this time that my husband did blah, 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 whatever. So to to sum this up, just because I really want to hit hard on this with, with you guys. First, you need to plan ahead, not the week ahead, because especially if you have to order shit. So plan ahead in April. Mother's Day is in May, actually not in all countries. Some countries it's different. So let me rephrase that. Plan a month in advance and talk to your partner about what she would like to do. Have her write out a list because you're never going to remember all the things if she just tells you. Give her the week to write out a list, give you the list, and then you get creative and you come up with something that will be memorable and shows effort. That's really all she wants to see. She wants to see the effort. There you go. Mic drop. Done. Well, that's a wrap on today's episode, but it's certainly not a wrap on us. Check out my website, datesmartersexier.com where you can get your copy of my book, sign up for dating courses, or join the matchmaking community. We appreciate you listening to this episode. Please like and follow us on your favorite podcast streaming site. And if you'd like to get involved, shoot us an email at datesmarterpodcast at gmail.com. Whether you'd like to be a guest or simply want your question answered, we are here to help. And remember, all of our questions remain anonymous. Until next time. Keep dating smarter. Thank you for listening to this episode of Date Smarter, Sexier. If you'd like more information on how you can be more successful with love and dating, or to schedule a free consultation with me, your dating coach and matchmaker, please visit datesmartersexier.com. And please subscribe to this show at your favorite podcast streaming platform. Gentlemen, if you're looking for a company that's all about helping men like you achieve optimal health, wellness, and vitality, 
you should check out The Gentleman Company. They offer a wide range of natural supplements and wellness products to help men like you feel and perform your best every single day. So for more information, visit www.gentlemen.co. That's gentlemen without the A. You can thank me later.